You're about to listen to another episode of the Retro Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Keith. Abbott, you shouldn't have invited that guy over here. It's dangerous. We're liable to be stampeded by a mob of things. Retro-OTR.com. It's the home of the Retrobots. Hello, everybody. I'm Alex. I'm Fiona. We're Retrobots. The Retro Radio Podcast. Sharing family-friendly fun through old-time radio. I wasn't sure it was dignified. The place where new tech meets old tech and likes it. I'm so sorry. Visit us on the web at retro-otr.com. While you're there, send an email, leave a comment, or you can even use our voicemail number, 401 753-4844. We'd love to hear from you. Then she said she was going to tell me something for my own good, and then she hit me with it. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Keith, and it is time once again for a Retro Radio Podcast. Man, oh man, I have been away from this microphone for this way too long, and we're already getting close to being done with our first month of the year here in 2020 and i have yet to uh introduce a show and i have a bunch of them i have so many of them i want to talk about i probably listened to twice as many as what actually hits the podcast feed um here is one for example lux radio theater this one uh aired on june 15th 1936 and it is called Burlesque. It features Al Jolson and his lovely bride at the time, Ruby Keeler. Uh, and before I get too far along, let me just kind of give some background uh, of Al Jolson. Uh, no one really knows when he was born. Uh, probably it was a little bit later in the year, like say oh, uh, May or June. But he always claimed a birthday in January. The reason being is he came over from the old country, and those records, birth records, uh, don't exist. Uh, but he always claimed a birthday in January, and they're not really sure when he was born. Uh, but at the time, he got married to Ruby Keeler in, I think it was 1928 or nine, she was a, a ripe old age 18, while he was a, uh, a, a vibrant age 42, uh, clearly double her age, <laughs> it's uh, interesting, uh, they had kind of a whirlwind romance at first, uh, she had been dating actually a gangster, and long story short, of course, uh, Al Jolson wooed her away, I think a little bit reluctantly, but she did get wooed away, and uh, after they first met, I think during the spring of the year, by that fall, uh, they were married, and uh, his movie career was not quite uh, in decline, but it was getting there, but hers was just about ready to skyrocket, and uh, the, they say... Uh, that their early years, they were married for 12 years, from 28 to 1940 or so, it seems like. Uh, 
that they actually had things better uh, in the later years whenever her movie career was beginning to decline and his was uh, long gone, but he was beginning to look at doing radio more. But I think the personalities just didn't work out, and in the end, uh, strong wills clashed, and she pretty much walked away from him. But at this point, they were right in the middle of their wedded bliss, <laughs> as so it were. Uh, and they performed pretty well together. I, I think Al Jolson, they say, was such a dynamic stage performer that some of his charisma and energy just doesn't come across well in a radio. Uh, they say, I don't remember seeing any of his movies, um, but uh, again, they say that he doesn't come across so well because he didn't have a live audience. So to see, uh, to get the full Al Jolson experience, uh, it's a shame that you would have had to see him live on stage. But here he is. I think he does really uh, an excellent performance in this particular production. I have to say that I'm not quite as impressed with Ruby Keeler's performance, uh, although well, she just does a pretty good job. Uh, and, and she actually does a tap dancing routine. Uh, they do a song, Tootsie, and in the second chorus she tap dances. At first I thought it was sound effects, but it's really her dancing. Uh, one other thing I want to say about Al Jolson before I get busy with the show is that he was one of the early uh, supporters of the entertaining troops, uh, both overseas and domestically. And Bob Hope gets a big uh, attention on that, and certainly he deserves a salute. Uh, but Al Jolson was doing that every, way before anybody else. In fact, as a child... He entertained Spanish-American war troops coming back uh, and riding the train back home to be disbanded and turned back over to civilian life. Uh, in World War One, he entertained troops. In World War Two, he did. Uh, in fact, in the Korean War, he was probably the first entertainer to uh, ask to go over there. In fact, he just about demanded to go over there. And whenever the... Uh, Department of Defense turning down, he says, I'll pay my own way to go over there. And he did. And he performed on front lines in places where in the middle of a performance uh, incoming would arrive, the troops would scatter. <laughs> and he would keep on going. Uh, the guy was uh, definitely, he was definitely a remarkable man. So uh, I've it's talked enough about him, so let's listen to the show. Here we go. Take it away, Retrobots. Here's an oldie from 1930. Ben Salvin was a band leader during the late 1920s through the early 1930s. His songs would probably have still been popular at the time of today's feature. Around the Corner, with vocals by Vaughn DeLeaf. From 1930.
Grandma dears, Grandma dears are handsome and tall. He was a dashing brute, he was a dashing brute. She was the fairest in all Algiers, in Algiers, the fairest of all. She was so sweet and cute, she was so sweet and cute. He had to leave her behind and so, the soul and soul had broken her heart. He didn't care a hoot, he didn't care a hoot. She has a terrible tale of woe. That she will impart around the corner and under the tree. The gallant major that rode with me. I said nay, nay. I said no, no. But ever since I've been there once, I always want to go around the corner and under the tree. The handsome major made love to me. He kissed me once, he kissed me twice It wasn't just the thing to do, but gosh, it was so nice Around the corner and under the tree The breeze was sighing and so was he He held my hand, he talked so grand Then went away and stayed away while every night I stand Around the corner the cruel major's forgotten me. He wrote a note. Here's how it went. I would have married you, but couldn't get my wife's consent. And now, time for our featured presentation. We're backstage at a burlesque show, playing a small town in the Middle West. It's a few minutes after the opening, and Lefty Moore, the stage manager, is standing in the wings, hurrying the chorus girls onto the stage. Oh, right, come on, on stage. Come on, come on. The overture's almost over. Get a move on you, will you? No, no. Rachel's getting great. Now go on, set up before I can't accompany you. Yeah, well, you don't worry me, now. I'm the nerve of that guy. I think you own this show. All right, Joe, kill the house lights. Okay, back to the orchestra. Ruth, big baby, on you. Ruth, big baby, on you. Oh, yeah, uh, what do you want, Bob? Has Skid come in yet? No, no, not a sign-up. I've been in all of his hangouts, but I can't find him. Did you try the pool room? I just sent Jimmy. A nice spot Skid's put me in. The show started in my cheap comedy game here. I ought to kill that bird. Oh, he'll turn up, Lefty. I've been working with Skid for almost four years now, and I never knew him to miss a cue. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's coming so close to him. It's him that's turning my hair gray. You know... You want to do something about that guy, Barney? What? Well, it ain't none of my business, but why don't you marry him and have it over with? 
What are you stalling him for? He'd settle down if he was married to you. You think so? Why, sure, sure. Skid's nuts about you. He'd do anything you tell him. Well, I don't know. We're supposed to be engaged, but he don't listen to me much now. How do I know it'll be any different later? Hiya, folks. Well, if it ain't the wondering boy himself. Hiya, Lefty. Hiya, Bunny. So, uh, you decided to come, huh? Sure, never keep the public waiting. That's my motto. Well, now, that's nice of you. Go on, get in your clothes, will you? You're on in five minutes. Okay, Lefty. Well, Bunny, how's the kid? All right, I guess. Nice time to be showing up. What's the matter? You ain't sore me, are you? Would it do any good? I a baby. Come on, you'll be late. You gotta change your clothes. Well, you know me, scared the fireman's child. I can dress sliding down a pole. Where have you been? Who, me? I've been playing pool. I suppose you couldn't make a shot thinking of me eating all alone. I told you after the napping I wasn't hungry, didn't I? Just thirsty, huh? No, and I wasn't thirsty neither. I just went out to get a little air. Oh, it's a nice pool room there. Ah, oh, cut it out, will you, Bunny? Did you have anything to eat? Yeah, I had a couple of hot dogs. Well, that's fine, that is. How do you expect to be funny on hot dogs? I'm going to send Jimmy out at intermission for some soup. But I don't want no soup. You'll eat it and like it. All right, all right, I'll eat it and like it. Come in, Lester. See you later, Bunny. Okay. Cuddle up and don't be blue. Hello, Hiya, Maisie. Well, I see the boyfriend got in all right. Yeah. That day Marco was looking for him just before she went on. Again? Yeah. Why don't you take a poke? Ah, uh, she's not worth it. What do you want to see Skid about? To say goodbye, I guess. Goodbye? Is she gone someplace? Please don't tell me you ain't heard. Heard what? Marco's leaving the show tonight. Going with the Manhattan Folly. Oh, Broadway, huh? Well, that's a nice break. Yeah, I could kill her. Well, there's one consolation for me. She won't be around Skid anymore. All right, girls, all right, now make your change. Now hurry up, oh, will you please? Come on. Hey, where's my question, Mary? I'm hurrying the panel for walking out on you like Look at her coming off the stage, putting on the dog already. Hello, Hello Maisie. Hello, Miss Marco. Did you hear my number? No, I was spared that. Oh, you're not jealous, are you, Maisie? Why, you slink-like pony, I was swing up against the Don't wall. Don't you hit out, Maisie. No fighting, do you hear? Oh, I wouldn't hear her. I just want to hear a yelp. Hey, what's going on here? Nothing, Bozo. Maisie starting to scrap again? Of course not, Bozo. It's just a friendly argument. Sounded like the Battle of the Marne. Where's Skid, Bonnie? Did he get in yet? Uh-huh, he's downstairs putting on the putty nose. Yeah, that's a break. I was afraid I was going to have to play his part, too. Hey, Bonnie, your cattle king is out front again. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's a boy, he is. This is the sixth time he's been in to see the show. He fell hard for you, Bonnie. I'll have to see him sometime. He's the only following I ever had. When Marco here was singing, he... Hey, where did she go? Oh. Marco, she was standing here a second ago. Yeah, until she heard where Skid was. Probably downstairs by now, gurgling her fond farewell. Putting on my makeup. Go right ahead. How's the house, Marco? Well, a little cool. Oh, they'll warm up. Wait like it up there and take a few falls from. I don't know why it is, but the audience always like to see a guy fall flat on his pants. Funny, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, kid. What? You coming to see me off tonight? Hey, that's right. You're leaving, ain't you? 
Well? Gosh, I don't know, Marco. I'd like to go down to see off, but I got a date with Bonnie after the show. Oh, Bonnie. Kid, why don't you get wise to yourself? What do you mean? That kid's no good for you. Well, you've been teamed up with her for four years, and where has it got you? No place. Well, she's holding you back, and you don't know it. Holding me back? Oh, hey, don't you believe it, Marco. Bonnie's okay. Why, anything I am, I owe to her. And listen, when she says the word, we're going to get hitched. Oh, yeah? Well, it's your funeral, Skip. Ah, no, you're all wrong, Marco. Bonnie's the best thing that ever happened to me. Holy mackerel, that'd be huge. Hello, Marco. Try to see after the show. Hurry up, Skip. Come on, hurry up, will you? You're on. Okay, baby, I'm panicking. What's the ball I take on the afternoon? Holy cats, that guy will kill himself taking those balls. Come in, Maisie. Yeah, what's on your mind? Telegram just came for Skid. Telegram? Yeah, I thought maybe you'd want to take care of it. Hand it over, Maisie. I'll get it to him later. Hmm. Wonder who's broke now. <laughs> maybe somebody cashed in or an accident. No, nothing's wrong. Telegrams for Skid are only touches. But that one's heavy. It feels important. They're always important. The guy that sends them. <laughs> oh, gee, how Skid takes those balls. I'm glad that was his last one. He'll be coming down in a minute. A couple more like that, and he'll come down through the ceiling. Oh, say, did you hear about Marco? Something else? Yeah, she ain't singing her last number tonight. Get in the earlier train. Why? Don't ask me. Say, I'd better scram. I'm due for the baby number. Oh, hiya, Skid. Hiya, Maggie. Excuse me, lay out on a minute. Sure. Skid, come in here a second. Well, honey, did you hear me panic him? Did you hear those laughs? Yeah, and I heard the falls, too. Listen, I tell it. What are you limping for? Oh, me? I ain't limping. You hurt yourself, didn't you? No. You did. Oh, Skid, when are you going to cut it out? Cut what out? Taking those balls. They're in my routine, ain't they? That doesn't mean you have to break your back, does it? Oh, uh, Bonnie, you got to make up your mind to one thing. I'm a whole comic. Don't waste no time trying to clean me up, because I'd be a flop. Say, when I was a baby, the first thing I reached for was a custard pie. What's the use of kidding all your life? Ain't you never going to be serious? Don't you want to get ahead in this game? What do you mean, get ahead? We're working all the time, ain't we? I ain't hanging around Broadway making touches, am I? What do you mean, get ahead? I'm talking about you getting where you belong. Broadway! Boy, if I had your talent. Why, there ain't nothing could stop you if you decided to step out. Say, how do you know I'd be so good? I could be a big flop, too, in a real show. There's a tip-off. You're scared. You're yellow. Say, how many times are you going to pull that one out? How I many mean? times are you going to make me? Come in. Howdy, folks. Come on, Lefty. This fight ain't private. I'm glad to hear it. What's the fuss? Ah, uh, Bonnie's riding me because I ain't got no MD. Yeah, and I'll leave it to you, Lefty. Ain't he a staff for sticking in burlesque? Shouldn't he be framing new stuff that'll get him somewhere? Yeah. Shouldn't I be George White and have me own show and sit in a box office? I can't get steamed up over this Broadway stuff. You're a hit on Broadway, so what? What does it get you? It gets you a lot of jack to begin with. But Bonnie's right, Skid. It's time you were stepping out. For instance. Well, for instance, uh, Earl Carroll had a scout out to St. Paul to see you last week. Earl Carroll? Well, yeah, sure. He came back after the show and asked me all about you, Skid. Hey, didn't you hear from him? Nah, I ain't heard a tumble. Well, I guess you ain't. Oh, you'd have told me. But you'll hear from him. And when you do, grab it, kid. Wait a minute. What's the matter? The telegram. What telegram? It came for you. Here, open it, open it. All right, take it easy. It's probably just another touch that'll set me back about 50 bucks. I remember one well? time... 
Well, what is it? Holy mackerel, listen. What? Have a chance to place you in Manhattan Follies opening next week. Stop. Is there any way you can get out of your present engagement? Stop. Can't get your $500 a week or maybe more. Stop. Leave salary to me. Stop. Great chance. No comedy in short present. You'll have to be here by Sunday for rehearsal. Why, I'm Max Levy. Max Levy, the big agent? Well, I'll be... Well, they are, Skip. <laughs> Somebody's kidding me, I guess. Somebody's kidding me, you mean? That's right. Say they didn't mention Bonnie Lefty. What's the idea? I guess I can answer that. I know all the answers. What's the matter, honey? Don't you dare call me honey. Say, what are you boring me out for? Get out, will you, Lefty? Huh? I want to speak to this guy alone. Okay. Hey, what's the idea of all this temperamental stuff, Bon? If the telegram ain't a fake, it's a chance you've been raving about, ain't it's it? It's your chance, all right. Your chance to be in the same show with that little hypocrite you went nuts about when I was in the hospital in day morning. Who, who? You know darn well who. Oh, you mean Marco. Yes, Marco, Marco, Marco. That's who I mean. Why, you're crazy. Why, this telegram... What's this telegram got to do with Marco? As though you didn't know. What show is Marco joining? Why, she... See, that's right. It's the same show, ain't it? That's a coincidence. Yeah, it's more than that. It's a... Conspiracy. What do you mean by that crack? I mean the whole thing's a frame-up between you and Marco. The two of you beating it together and neither one of you had the nerve to come clean. Oh, this telegram was a surprise to me. You're crazy to think that. Yeah, a pleasant surprise. Holy mackerel, will you take a tumble of yourself? It's a joke for you to be so jealous of that kid. Jealous? How of what? A bum comedian who ain't got a laugh above his hips? Say, if you were to fall for a girl that meant anything, I'd wish you luck. But that empty-headed little brat... I ain't jealous, I'm insulted. Well, you can stop blowing off steam and cool off, but why? Because I ain't going. Who said you wasn't going? I said it, and that settles it. Oh, it does. Since when does what you say settle things? Well, it settles this one. Oh, come on, Bonnie, let's forget it, will you? We'll stick together, kid, and as soon as you say the word, why, we'll take a walk over to the license bureau. What do you say? That's us, I guess. How sexually, Bonnie? I know. Well? Skid... I'm sorry for what I said. I didn't mean it. Sure. Kiss me, Skid. Oh, honey, gee whiz, I... Hold me tight. Tight, Skid. It'll be a long time before we see each other But again. I am going, Bunny. Oh, yes, you are. This is your big chance, Skid. You're not going to pass it up for me or anyone else. But, Bunny... Will you shoot up and get up here? Come on, Skid. Okay. Well, it's about time. Come on, come on. Will you get out there and do yourself? Okay, let's see all set, Bonnie. I'll be seeing you. That's the last I get on the entrance. <laughs> Lefty? Yeah? Get some of the pack skids bags. He's leaving right after the show. Okay, I'll take care of it. Go on, get out there, Bonnie. Okay. Look who's here, little Lucy Twinkledoes. Hi, Miss Twinkledoes. I beg your pardon. What for? What did you do? Oh, you think you're smart, don't you? Smart? When I was a little boy in school, I took the first prize. You did? Yeah, the teacher told me, take it, and she made me put it back. <laughs> oh, boy. That's digging up the old one. Oh, did you ever hear about the man who likes oxtail soup? Oxtail? <laughs> That's going too far back. <laughs> I hear you're going to a party tonight. Yeah, I'm going to a party tonight. Would you like to come along? There'll be a million laughs. Will we have a good time? I will. We're going to play kissing games. I don't like kissing. Why? It breeds germs. Come on, lady. Let's get sick. <laughs> have you played kissing games before? Sure. The last part I was through, we played a game called Play or Pay. How do you play it? Well, they blindfold the boy and he reaches out for the girls. The first one he catches either has to give him a kiss... Or her handkerchief. How did you make it? Oh, didn't it kill you? I came home with a tablecloth. 
Professor Pastor Gravy. Yesterday I heard a lover sigh. Goodbye. Oh, me, oh, my. Seven times he got aboard his train. And seven times he hurried back to kiss his love again. And with that, choo-choo-choo-choo, goodbye. Choo-choo-choo-choo, don't cry. The little choo-choo train that takes me away from you. No word can tell how sad it makes me. Kiss me, chitty, and then do it over again. Bonnie, you are swell. Never mind that now. Well, Lefty? It's all fixed. Get your fired. Huh? Can. What for? You're going to New York. I got two guys packing your bags, and I just phoned for a reservation. But wait a minute. I told Bonnie that I'm Now, I forget what you told me. I'm running this partnership. You're leaving for New York, and you're leaving tonight. <laughs> Long, darling. You're right, won't you? Sure. Every day, Bunny. I'll be awful lonesome without you. Gee, I'll be an awful sap without you, kid. We ain't never been apart before. As soon as the season's over, dear, I'll come right on. Maybe I'll be a flop and I can come back soon. You can't come back. You're fired. Oh, I didn't think of that. That ain't so good. Forget it. It's sink or swim now. I don't like the way you said sink. Well, how do you like the way I say swim? Well, I, I guess that's me. Gee, I don't know how to say goodbye, baby. I ain't never said goodbye to you. Just, just kiss me, Skip. Oh, gosh, honey. Oh, I'll miss you, Skip. I love you, Skip. Oh, gosh, I'll miss you. I'm lost already without you, Bunny. So long, darling. I'll wire and I'll write. Every day, Skip. Every day. Goodbye, Bunny. Several months have passed since Skid left to join the Manhattan Follies. Bonnie is still on tour with the Burlesque Company. In her room in a small-town hotel, she lies huddled on the bed, reading the morning paper. Her friend Maisie enters. Morning, Billy. You're up kind of early, ain't you? Yeah, a little. What's the idea? I couldn't sleep. Oh. Any word from Skid yet? Not a line. Gee, I'd like to brain that guy. 
How long is it now since he wrote to you? Oh, I don't know. About six weeks, I guess. Just a big Broadway man. <coughs> Boy, success must have hit him right between the eyes. No, Maisie. Skid ain't the kind who gets, gets a swelled head. It's, it's something else this time. The thing I was afraid of. Marco? Yeah. Mm. I've been kind of following him in the Broadway gossip columns. Here, get a load of this. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Skid Brown, who wows them each night at the Manhattan Follies, is a wow to Sylvia Marco of the same show. They may be seen together every p.m. doing the hot spots along the main stem. Well, that's that. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing? What do you mean? You're still in love with the guy, ain't you? Sure. I guess I'll always be in love with him. But if Skid don't want me, well, I ain't the Crane and Vine type. Oh, but listen, Barney. Excuse me, will you? Uh-huh. Hello? Oh, hello, Harvey. Pretty good. When? Well, all right, Harvey. Pick me up about 11.30. Bye. Who was that? Remember the fellow we used to kid about? The one we called the Cattling King? Yeah, sure. He used to sit in the front row every night. Well, that was him. Harvey Howell. He's a swell guy, Maisie, and a real guy. He wants to marry me. Have you got any girl? I guess so. He owns a couple of ranches. A couple of ranches? Sure. Take me out after the show tonight. I promised him I'd give him my answer then. Want to dance, Money? Thanks, Harvey, but do you mind if I don't? I'm a little tired tonight. Well, that's all right. Pretty near time to be leaving anyway. Yeah. Bonnie, did you think over what I asked you about getting married? I've been thinking about it, sure. Well? Harvey, I don't know how to say this, but do you mind waiting a little longer? Take all the time you want, Bonnie. I'm not in any rush. It ain't that I'm trying to stall or anything. But the show's moving back east, Harvey, and I want to see Skid. Just once more. Okay, Bonnie. You understand, don't you? Sure, I understand. Well, thanks, Harvey. You're a grand guy. Hello, box office, Manhattan Follies. I'm sorry, we're all sold out for tonight. Eight weeks in advance. Okay. Hello there, Mr. Kent. Oh, hello, Skid. What are you doing, counting up the shekels? Yeah. They tell me you want to see me, Mr. Kent. I do. Sit down, won't you, Skid? What's on your mind? You, Skid. Skid, I'm going to tell you something straight from the shoulder. Yeah. I've been managing Broadway shows for a long time, so you can take it from me. I know what I'm talking about. Skid, you got to cut out your drinking. Oh, me? Don't give me that. You went on that stage last night, sold it up. You couldn't even see. Those falls you were taking were on the level. They got laughs, didn't they? Sure they did. That isn't the point. Skid, you've got this whole business right in your lap. You can sing, you can dance, you can make them laugh. You're a big hit. But take it from an old-timer, Skid. Drinking and show business don't mix. That's all. But, Mr. Kent... That's all, Skid. Oh, Skid. Skid. Hello, Marco. Been in to see Kent? Yeah. What'd he say? Nothing much. Oh, so you won't talk, huh? All right. What are you doing after the show tonight? I don't know. I kind of figured I'd get a little sleep for a change. Oh, come on with us. We're getting up a party to go to the hot spot. Oh, count me out, Marco. I want to stay home and write a couple of letters. Oh, I see. Who to? Well, Bonnie, for one. I ain't written to her, oh, for such a long time. 
Honestly, I wouldn't blame her if she was sore as a boy like me. Listen, are you still thinking of that kid? Sure, why not? I thought that was over long ago. Oh, no. Well, it ought to be. What are you going to do after she's married? Still write mash notes to her? After she's... What are you talking about? She's going to be married to some rancher guy. Who said so? I got it from one of the girls in the troop. She wrote me all about it. Married? Oh, there must be some mistake or something. There's no mistake. It's all set. Holy gee. Why didn't she tell me? Why didn't she let me know? God brings up skid. The world hasn't come to an end. Why, you're Skid Brown, a big guy on Broadway. Why worry over a cheap little bird? Shut up, Marco. What? I said shut up. Why? Well, that's the way the wind blows. Yeah, that's sir. the way the wind blows. Now, get out of here. Let me alone. I want to think. Hello? Hotel Colton? One moment, please. Hello? Hotel Colton? Go ahead. Hotel Colton? I'll see if he's in. Hotel Colton? Hello, operator? This is room 707. Did you get that number? Oh, thank you. Hello? Hello, Winter Garden? I'd like to speak to Skid Brown, please. Yes, I'll hold the wire. Is he there, Bonnie? They're going to look. I hope they don't find him. I can't understand why you... Hello? Skid? This is Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie. Where am I? Why, New York, of course. Got in yesterday. Yes? I caught the show last night, Skid. You, uh... You were all right. I'm at the Carlton. You want to come over after the show tonight? All right. I'll see you then. Bye. He's coming, huh? Yeah. What's Harvey going to say? Harvey knows about it. He's coming, too. Hmm. It's going to be a nice party. I can see that. Yep. Must be skid now. Want me to answer? I'll take it. Hey. Hiya, Bonnie. Hello, Skid. Step right in, boys, and meet Bonnie Smith, the greatest little trooper in the business. Hello, Bonnie. Rusty, I didn't expect to see you. <laughs> I've been traveling around with this, this guy, and he's got me all tied up. Oh, getting old, Lefty, getting old. Hello, Skid. Amazing, I live and breathe. Uh-huh. He's like old times. Wait a minute, where's Jerry? Here I am. Girls, I want you to meet the greatest little songwriter in the world, Jerry Evans. Hi, Hi, Get over there, that Janet, Jerry, and show him what's what. Oh. Oh, where's a nice, comfortable chair? I want to go to sleep. Try this one, Lefty. Go to sleep? Say, that's no way to start a party. Oh, no, you let me alone. <laughs> Saucy, huh? Well, Bonnie, let's take a look at you. Gosh, you're looking grand. I'm all right. Swell, that's swell. I... I hear you're getting married, Bonnie. Yeah. Who told you? Oh, those things get around. I just want to tell you how glad I am. It's great, simply great. Why, I... What's the matter? Nothing. What do you look at me so funny for? I ain't said nothing wrong, have I? No, of course not. Well, what's the long jaw about? Ain't the new guy treating you right? Sure, he's great. But what business is it of yours? What business is it of mine? Say, I suppose what happened to you is none of my business. I, 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 I suppose I'm going to forget you're the only girl in the world I ever give a hoot about. Yeah, me and how many others? I got tired of being a mobster. Are you still with that Marco Dame or is she called Turkey? Ah, lay off, Bonnie. I came here when you asked me to. I'm tickled like that to see you. I try to tell you you're the works, and what do you do? You start riding me. I suppose you couldn't come alone. What was you afraid I'd do to you? Well, you wouldn't have me shake these guys, would you? They've been with me ever since last night. Yeah. I suppose you're the king of the nightclubs now. Yeah, that's me. I'm giving all the little girlies a great big hand. You better go home early and get some sleep. 
You look rotten. Ah, forget it, Bonnie. We only live once. Say, listen, Bonnie. When are you going to marry this millionaire of yours? You didn't tell me. Sometime in the fall, I guess. Well, what are you going to do till then? Going out to live on the ranch with him and his sister. You mean you're chucking show business? Yep. Then the old partnership's broken up, huh? Going to leave me to struggle on alone. At the rate you're going, dear, you won't have to struggle long. The nightlife will land you right out in the alley with the rest of the husbands. Is that so? Yeah, that's so. Well, if I do get the date, there are other shows. They always need comics, dearie, and as long as I can make them laugh, I'll be all right. Hey, Bonnie, you ain't told me whether I'm good or rotten in the show. The jury was in long before I got here, kid. <laughs> Gosh, this is funny. You're telling me for years what a riot I'd be if I got a chance. You push me into my chance, and I click. And all the time I'm wishing that you were here to see me get away with it. You finally get here and see me, and we don't even talk about it. I don't know. I'm wondering if planning for things so long don't take all the kick out of them. I suppose nothing could be as good as, well, as good as you think it's going to be. No, I, I suppose not. Jerry, Jerry, play something lively. Oh, sure. Hot dog. Come on, Bonnie, let's dance. You and me, huh? Come in. Oh, hello, Harvey. Come on in. Thanks. I didn't know you were having a party, Bonnie. Come on and join us. This is Jerry Evans. How do you do? How are you? And Lefty Moore, you remember him. Well, sure, sure. How are you, Mr. Howell? Oh, sure, yeah. Sure glad to see you again. And I know you've heard of Skid Brown. Oh, yes, yeah. How are you? I certainly enjoyed your show last night. <laughs> I don't know when I laughed so much. Thanks, thanks. But I wasn't so good last night. Well, that's what Bonnie said. But you you seem good to me. <laughs> it's awful hard to please Bonnie. You know that gag about my severe credit. Yes, I've heard that one. See, I hope I didn't stop your music. Uh, won't you go on, Mr. Evans? But sure, what would you like? Well, I don't know any of the new songs. My favorites are all old, like uh, In the Gloomin'. Bonnie sang that for me once. Yeah, come on, sing it, Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie, sing it, sure. It's so nice and gay. Hey, what do we celebrate anyway, a wedding or a funeral? Shouldn't we be toasting a bride and singing gay ditties with the groom? Skid! Hey, mister, I wouldn't have spoken about that if you hadn't. In a way of speaking, I'm your successor, but uh, I don't want to dwell on my good fortune except to assure you that it will be my aim to make life happy for Bonnie. And uh, I'm sure you'd be glad to know that. Sure I'm glad to know it. Why wouldn't I be glad to know that Bonnie's going to get along all right without me? Well, what I'm saying is, why can't we be gay about it? Why can't we have the wedding march played with Pep and Ginger? And why can't I be giving the bride away? Stop it, kid! Why? Why I stop it? Who's got a better right to be giving the bride away? It shows that no hard feelings. Why do people get sore and crabbed when they lose out? Why don't they join the festivities? Come on, Jerry. Play the wedding march and play it fast. It's a dance and wedding, folks. Watch my smoke. office of Mr. Kent, the manager of the Manhattan Follies. Skid, showing the signs of dissipation and looking very tired, is coming in the door. 
Hello, Mr. Kent. Oh, hello. Hello, Skid. Sit down. What is this, Mr. Kent? Another temperance lecture? No, not this time, boy. I gave you your last lecture about three weeks ago. Well, what do you want to see me for? I'm writing you a check, Skid. A check? I ain't supposed to be paid today. I know. You're getting a check anyway. Your last one with this outfit. What? You heard me, Skid. You mean I'm canned? That's right. I warned you, boy. I told you what was coming. You wouldn't listen to me. I'm sorry. Well, there's your check. Canned, huh? All right, so what? I can get another job like that. I wouldn't be so sure, Skid. And I'll tell you this. You'll never find one hanging around in the hot spots. Lay off, will you? I know what I'm doing. You didn't the other night when we picked you up singing the wedding march at the top of your lungs? Lay off! Lay off, you hear? Okay, Skid. It's none of my business. Just thought I might hand you a little advice, that's all. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Kent. I, I guess I ain't myself these days. I don't know what's the matter with me lately. I'm, I'm just a little shot pieces, I guess. But I'll, I'll catch on again, though. And when I do, I'll be back to see you, Mr. Kent. So long, Skid, and lots of luck. Knocking around. After I got canned, I I, I kind of hit the chute. Oh boy, you sure look. Uh, <clears throat> any prospects of a job? No, I I've been looking around for a month, but I guess they don't want me, Lefty. Then I I heard you was putting on a new show, and well, I I come around to see you about it. You you want a job with me? Yeah, that's right. In burlesque? Sure. What do you say, Lefty? You got a spot for me? Oh, gee. I, I don't know, Skid. Oh, please, Lefty, give us a break, will you? I need it bad, honestly, awful bad. What about the liquor? Oh, liquor, say, that's, that's all over with, Lefty. That's finished. Yeah, well, it seems to me I've heard that before. Uh, it's on the level this time. Well, okay, Skid. Uh, I'll give you a chance. Thanks, Lefty. Now, listen. We open in a week. Do you think you can get on your feet on that time? Sure, sure. All right, then. All right. Now, listen to me. Remember it. You gotta be here for every rehearsal, and you gotta be here on time. Don't worry, Lefty. I'll be a new guy. Wait, you see. Oldo. Oldo, did you find him? Yeah, I got him. Where was he? The usual spot. Holy smokes. How is he? Oh, bad. Three days before we open, and he pulls this one on me. Now, it's going to be tough, Lefty. There's only one way out, and i got to take it. What's the dope? Now, look. I'll tell you what you do. Run out and shoot a wire to Bonnie. Tell her I need her. Tell her Skid needs her. But tell her she's got to get here right away. Okay, Lefty. Telegram, lady. Telegram, lady. Telegram, lady. Telegram, lady. Sit down, Bonnie. Sit down. Did I say it was great to see you? Yes. Well, it's more than that. What's it all about? Skid. Of course, I knew it was Skid. What happened? 
Haven't you heard anything about him since you was here last? Nothing. I read that he was out of the follies, but that didn't surprise me. He was heading for that when I saw him. Yeah, yeah. That afternoon, he danced out of your room. He danced himself right out of show business. He went on a grand bust and he ate played since. Oh, I gave him a job, but he's been handing me an awful ride. Here I am. I'm opening tomorrow night, and up to now, he ain't rehearsed half of this stuff. Honest, Bonnie, I, I don't know which way to turn. I know what's in your mind left and what you want me to do. So I'm going to save you the trouble of asking me. Huh? I'll do what I can. Oh, gee. Gee, you're an ace. How long will you stay? Till you get your show right and skid gets straightened off. Oh, thanks, Bonnie. Thanks a lot. Say, I, I don't know what I'd do without you. There he is now. Huh? Oh, gosh, look at him. Oh, that's it. Where's the rehearsal after? Am I early? Yeah. Yeah, for tomorrow you are. I, I was only... Skid. Huh? Who's that? Am I seeing things? Do you see a lefty? Sure. Sure I see it. Don't kid me. I've been seeing things lately. How are you, Skid? It's... It's really you. <laughs> Oh, gee, oh don't, kid. I'm all right. How are you, kid? Let me have a look at you. You're looking great. But you've been crying. No, I haven't. Oh, you can't fool me. I've seen you cry too often. Well, what are you doing in this dump? Oh, come on. Why is Mr. Lefty, eh? Mr. Lefty the fox? To get his rotten soul from me, call you out of the well, grave. Well, it wasn't exactly the grave, Well, yes. don't waste a minute around here, honey. I hope I'm all right. Nobody's got to worry about me. You know me. Skid the fireman's child. I'm always there. Sure you are. But you got to take care of yourself, Skid. you got to start tapering off now. Okay, Bunny. You're the only one I ever knew that had any sense. Oh, you're not ashamed of me, Bonnie, are you? No, Skid. I've been an awful sap, but don't ride me, will you? Bonnie, don't ride me. I won't ride you, Skid. That's right, kid. I've listened to so many lectures, honestly. I carry my own slides. Don't you think you better get some sleep, Skid? Nah, sleep. I don't bother about sleep. Oh, gee, Bonnie, it's great to see you. I told you I'd be an awful sap without you. No, you never was a sap, Skid. You got more brains than all the comics put together. You make mistakes, but who don't? But after all, Skid, fun's fun. Ruffy's opening his first show tomorrow night. Without you, he'll be sunk. He's been too good a friend of ours for you to throw him. Gee, Bonnie, I don't think I could ever make it. Oh, you can make it. I'm all shattered. Oh, honey. honey, you can come out of it. I think I can. I know it. You wouldn't kid me, would you, lady? I would if I could, mister. I would if I could. Say, where's your cattle rustler? Remember you got... Here comes the bride, remember? Here comes the bride, here comes... He's famous. Bonnie, gee, loosen his tie. I'll take care of him. Do you think... Bonnie, do you think I'd better postpone the opening? Let's try not to, Lefty. I'd hate to see him off your first opening. And it wouldn't look so good for Skid either. Poor Skid... Oh, no, that's all right, Bonnie. There, there, that, that's all right. I'm all right, Lefty. Give me some water, will you? Look, don't you think we'd better get him over to the hotel? No, let him stay here a while. Okay, I'll be back in a second. All right. Kid, look at me. 
You'll be all right, honey. Nothing can stop you. You'll be all right. You'll knock him dead. You ain't started yet. You'll be all right. You gotta be all right. You just gotta be all right. <laughs> How is he, Bonnie? All right. He's on his way up to the dressing room. Well, he's on next. Do you, do you think he can do it? I hope so. Well, he almost fainted in his last routine. Hiya, Lefty. Oh, hiya, Skid. You all set, baby? Sure. What's this going to be, my song? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cut the opening routine, Skid. No balls tonight. Go right into your number. Cut the balls, huh? Okay, Bonnie. You're the boss. You all right, Skid? And oh, I say, folks, thanks. For a minute, I thought I was back in Manhattan Follies. <laughs> Lefty's swaying out there. He's going to fall. No, no. He's okay, Bonnie. But seriously, folks, I'm glad to be here. And right now, I'm going to sing a little number for you. One I like a lot. A little music, get Professor. Take it easy, kid. I'll make it. People cry, people boast, and consistently drink a toast to a place that a lot of them place at the top of the list. Are they wrong? Are they right? Is there a reason for their delight? I must live in doubt Till the day that I find out Is it true? What do you think about it? Does the sun really shine all the time? To the sweet magnolia blossom That everybody's gone you both keep eating possum Till they can't eat no more Is it true What they say about money Is a dream By that dream So sublime Do they laugh Do they laugh Like they say in every song Is it true That's where I belong Is it true What they think About money Is a dream by that dream so sublime. Do they laugh? Do they laugh? Like they say in every song. If it's true, that's where I belong. How'd I do, honey? Oh, scared you as well. I knew you'd be. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm all right. Do you... Do you think you can go on being all right? I can, Bonnie. If you stick by me. You're scared. I'll stick. For good? For good. Oh, gee, Bonnie. But what about the cattle rancher? Oh, it's all right. I explained it to him, Skid. You see, when I left, I... Well, I had an idea I was coming here to stay. Oh, Bonnie... I'm crazy about you. I can't get along without you, sweetheart. You don't even have to try. From now on, it's you and me together. For better or for worse. Yes. Yeah. Better for me and worse for you. Ah, there you go. Always clowning.
Ruby. We'll be back in just a moment. I have just written an article for a national magazine on the ten greatest fools in history. Perhaps I should have made it eleven and included the singing fool, the character that Al Jolson made the most famous fool of all. For that picture, the singing fool, broke every box office record of its day. And here they come, the singing fool and his dancing wife. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jolson. Al and Ruby, you have enjoyed wealth, fame, and success. All the things most people dream about. Ah, but that's nothing, Mr. Mill, compared to the thrill I got when little Al Jr. spoke his first word. Now, what do you think was the first word he ever said? He said, Daddy. Ah, uh, no, Al. He said, Mama. Did he? Well, didn't he? If you say so, I guess he did. <laughs> but, oh, that kid. Good, solid arms and back. Is he a husky? What a baby. Honestly, Mr. DeMille, I don't like to exaggerate, but you've never seen ten such wiggly little toes. Hmm. Takes after his mother, doesn't he? Those twinkling toes of rubies. Well, but one way he takes after his daddy... Great big strong knees, a born nanny singer. <laughs> his, his toes from his mother and his knees from his father. His good looks, I suppose, from luck. Yes, sir, just like his mama. He's a luck lady, aren't you, Ruby? Of course I am. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, luck soap is what makes all us Jolson so handsome. <laughs> uh, we've had we've had countless requests for two things. A song by Al and a dance by Ruby. Unfortunately, we haven't time for both. So which shall it be? Oh, that's very easy, Mr. Gunnell. I'll decide that. We're going to have a dance by Ruby. Ah, uh, just a minute, Al. I've decided. You're going to sing. Well, how, how, how are we going to compromise? Al will sing. Well, <laughs> that's how it is. I guess you can see now, folks, why they call me Al Keeler. <laughs> Pretty girl is like a melody that haunts you night and day. Just like the strain of a haunting refrain, she'll start upon a marathon and run around your brain. You can't escape. He's in your memory. By morning, night, and noon, he will leave you and then come back again. A pretty girl is just like a pretty fool. A pretty girl is like a melody that haunts you night and day. Just like a train.
Thanks very much for being with us tonight. 